Welcome to the Dad's Rank Things Podcast, a definitive ranking of the most indefinite things, from the commonsensical to the outright outrageous. Just two dads speaking their minds, or what's left of them. Welcome to episode 27 of Dad's Rank Things. I'm Jones. I'm Tyler. And it's almost Valentine's Day, and we've yet to do a Valentine-specific episode, so we wanted to get into it this year. That does not surprise me <laughs> that we haven't done that yet. So all three of our lists this episode are related to Valentine's Day. We'll start off with romantic comedies, which I will preference by I am I hate romantic comedies. It's one of my least favorite genres of movies. Well, here's here's why I think it is laid upon us that way. Every single time my wife says, hey, let's watch a movie, movie. Right. That that's it. Okay, what do you want to watch? Rom-com, comedy, rom-com, comedy, rom-com. In, a, in an adult male's life, he's never subjected to the greatest movies of all time. They re, We really have to go out on our own and watch those because our wives just don't want to watch them. So it's embedded in us not to like rom-coms but for valentine's day you can sacrifice so that's what one day guidance of what you could sacrifice but still have fun watching because we're going to tell you our top three favorite rom-coms of all time i'll start with my number three is a more recent one within the past six months is destination wedding so keanu reeves is the star in this one and he is a god in my mind so he can do no wrong and even though the devil herself is in this winona writer it's still really really funny and it has a heart too, so it's a dark comedy, but it tells the real life story of how two people fell in love, and they're both like really pessimistic people. Uh, so this thing is like true to life of how people would fall in love, not glamorous as most rom coms are. So that's I've, the reason why I like I've never it. heard of this movie, Destination Wedding. Oh, you gotta check it out. Now, now I'm going to. Do you like Keanu Reeves? I, I you know what I do. Okay. I don't mind him. I I don't like twenty matri- matrices. Yeah, <laughs> I had to say it right. Matrios. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but. I, I do like I do like him. I, John I Wicks. I mean, he, I he's everywhere nowadays. Toy Story Four. I can't help it. I'm you know for me, it was uh, the replacements is you know good mm-hmm. football flick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Right on. You know, so uh, I'm a I'm a fan. What the hell can I say? Um, mine isn't as recent for my first one. Uh, my first one is Fifty First Dates. Yeah. Uh, Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. I, I I grew up loving his movies. Um, kind of emulating the way that he said funny things. I, I copied everything that he did. Uh, Drew Barrymore, classic. You gotta love Drew I, Barrymore. I actually hate Gotta Drew love Barrymore. her. <laughs> classic act- actress. Uh, 2004, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. Sean Astin wears a thong the whole movie. <laughs> great. So, you know, that's great. But um, I, I just I just love the plot. You know, he's a guy that can't find a chick that he really would ever settle down for and, mm-hmm. and fall for. And then he gets the person who's you know mind is erased after each day so it gets yeah. to have a cool life uh reliving uh, the first date forever mm-hmm. uh so it's interesting idea concept and uh you know i like it. it's a good it is a chick flick in a way. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's on the they sappier got, side of adam got, sandler movies yeah but they got still. the guys because they got a goofy adam sandler but they got right. the girls because but a lot of his movies are kind of like that right if you think about yep. it it's always about him trying to get a hot chick that is way out of his league it's true happy gilmore is kind of like a rom-com if you think about it in fact adam in fact in an interview recently uh, no, it was on Saturday Night Live. Um, Adam Sandler was ripping on Seth Rogen in the movie Long Shot. 
Right. Because it's like, well, he ripped on himself, really, because he said all he did was steal my idea of an ugly guy right, getting with a hot girl. chick. Yeah. So, you know. But I get it. That's, that's, if I was him, that's what I would do, probably. Can we get her for our movie? Uh, number two for me is a movie called What Happens in Vegas. Okay. And yep. this is with Ashton Kutcher and Cameron mm. Diaz. And then one of the, what I think is one of the more underrated comedic actors of our time, Rob Codry. Yeah. I think he's hilarious. Loved him on Ballers. Mm -hmm. um, and then Lake Bell, who I think is sexy. Uh, but what happens in, in no, Cameron Diaz is okay. Um, I, I don't like her in another one. You, you got top two right here of my yeah, most hated so, actresses. Um, <laughs> Actress-wise for her, eh, you know, I, I don't, I'm indifferent on her, but looks, yes. Uh, <laughs> but what happens in Vegas, uh, if you haven't seen it, I don't know if it's real popular. Uh, 2008 uh, is when it came out, so it's been a while. But is it like the downtrend of Ashton Kutcher too? Because he had a hot was like the for, last for a while, yeah, and, and then he, he kind of they disappeared, disappeared after that one. So Earth. maybe I like the worst movie ever. I don't know. <laughs> um, so play that one for your wives and see what they think. Why do you like it, by the way? Uh, the sarcasm. Okay. You know, it, it, it's it's filled with sarcasm and and more. It's a rom com that's filled with hate. Uh, and that made better humor, right. in my opinion. Yeah, you know, I think they, so too. they had a night in Vegas. They got crazy. They got married. They won a bunch of money together. Yep. And then they got to live so long together to be able to have the money. So it's right. a, mostly a spiteful movie. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's why I like it. Uh, my number two is another love hate relationship, and that's oh. Knocked Up. Oh. Um, so it was Seth Rogen's breakout role. Uh, and again, it shows kind of like a real-life experience of a guy and a girl falling in love through some crazy cockamamie experience that they had together. Uh, it's easy to classify, I think, as a guy film, but girls would like it because there is that love story. And, of course, there's a baby involved. Uh, little did you know that the word fuck, how many times do you think it's said in that movie? Oh, this is good trivia. I don't, uh... 87. 120 times Ooh. the word fuck is said in this movie. Ooh. So you can't watch it with the kids around, but tell your lady friends that it's funny. It is funny. I no, I like it. It's funny. Um, yeah, I think. And and if if you, those of you questioning, if you Google rom coms, mm -hmm. this this is on a lot of official list. lists. Right. Um, it's a dirty rom com. It is. But it's still there. It's dirty. So if people classify bridesmaids as a rom com, you can classify knocked up as a rom com for sure. Yeah, I still don't know why, if I agree with the bridesmaids one. Yeah, but, it's odd. yeah, I think it's a comedy. I think there's a difference between a rom com right. and a comedy. Right, I think that's more of a comedy. Yeah, I think the whole comedy has to be focused on the romantic experience that the main characters are having. Yeah, I agree. So knocked up classifies. I'm gonna throw it in there. Another one that kind of teeters on that edge is Groundhog Day. A lot of it's focused on, of course, Bill Murray. Yeah, it's my favorite Bill Murray mur movie. And period. Like, yeah, it, I don't like Ghostbusters. I don't really like. What about Bob? It's okay, but still, I think Groundhog Day for me is really focused on that relationship that he has in trying to woo the woman. Not only get out of Groundhog Day, but woo the woman, uh, of course. But you um, almost consider you are you admitting that you're saying this is a comedy or is it a rom com? It's a it's a rom com because okay. it's focused on that relationship. Of course, okay. it's how he gets out of okay. Groundhog Day. To be so it's a, it's a focus for of the, the whole movie, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, it's one of those movies that I have to watch every time that it comes on too. I can't just stop after watch the entire thing whenever I see it on TV. Uh, little did you know, also. Fun fact: A family of groundhogs was raised specifically for this production, and the groundhog that he's holding bit him three times during shooting. His name was Scooter. <laughs> Scooter Groundhog bit boy. You went times. deep on the research. <laughs> that's good. So he was dedicated towards the craft too. So that's I appreciate the performance that he put on in that movie. I, I like it. You know, I didn't. I probably first watched that movie in like oh man, like 2010. Really? So it took serious. you that long to get yeah. around to watching it, yeah. huh? And I liked it. I always liked him because he was a weatherman in the movie. I and it. I have a special appreciation for weathermen in my life. 
my number one is is a true rom com. There's there's no way around it. And the name of the movie is definitely Maybe. Oh, boy. Uh, and it, it it is as it is as rom com <laughs> as romantic as as, as you can get. But you know I'm a big Ryan Reynolds fan, and he's able to grip me the whole time. Mm -hmm. uh, good storyteller. Uh, the the female characters in it are pretty good. Rachel Weisz, Elizabeth yeah. Banks, yeah. Uh, Isla Fisher. Like he's got good love interests that. And the way that the movie's set up, it flows well. Him telling his daughter the stories of failed past love and right. who he ended up with, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, so, but it's 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 written very very well to keep attention and interest, and the acting is very good. Uh, so, would I solidify it? I've seen it a lot of times. Definitely, maybe my number one definite rom com. But uh, on our on our Facebook page, we asked you, and so far we feel like you guys have stuck very well to rom coms and haven't yeah. strayed into comedy or anything like that, and have given us some really good answers. So uh, keep those coming, and maybe we'll take a look at those. Post them. So recently we uh, had a post that uh, discussed a scenario that you may face with your wife during this upcoming Valentine's Day, and that is the agreement. Not to get a gift. That's right. You say, I won't get you a gift. You won't get me a gift. Right. And, and that's just what we're going to do. And that's an agreement. And, you know, we already got several comments. That's a trap. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't, don't do fall it. for it. Don't do it. Don't fall for it. It's a trap. Um, so, for those of you that fall for it and get trapped in it, we're going to try to help you out here. We're going to give you the top three excuses on why you didn't get a gift for your loved one this Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. uh, stick to realistic expectations too and not some unforeseen circumstance where the dog ate my homework or something like that. Yeah, that's not These, gonna, I'm going to give you real life. It's not going to get you through it. I'm also going to try to give you real logic okay. to get you through these. Uh, number three, well, Mother's Day is right around the corner. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're saving up, right? I kind of went this way on my number three too. So I went, I didn't buy you a gift because I'm saving up for the anniversary. So maybe oh, not Mother's Day, yeah, but anniversary. See? But this only works if your anniversary is after Valentine's Day, not in the January. Your February birthday's time coming up, honey. Yeah, you got to save for a big sum. So, th so this way you're kicking the can down the road a little bit, yeah. but you have to remember either Mother's Day or anniversary coming up that you have to go big for it. Yeah. But you still, you have an, you have an out. Excuse, we gave you one. Yeah, you have we an gave out you for one. it. Uh, my number two is a delay in shipping. So yes, you can blame it on oh, Amazon, yeah. oh, but yeah. another horrible. reminder that you have to immediately go to your Prime account and order something now in order to get in a couple of days. So you can get away with it for a couple of days. You got 48 hours of leeway time, but you need to order it now. But I hide all receipts Amazon. and records. Blame Amazon. <laughs> you, again, this only works if you have separate Amazon accounts. And, and, and if you say blame if you, Amazon, if she says like, "Oh, we have a shared account," go create a separate one real, real quick. I feel like South Park. They could do a song about this, like. In South Park the movie, have you ever seen that? Yes. They sing Blame Canada. <laughs> yeah. We could just change the lyrics to Blame, Blame Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> it would work. It would yes. work for this excuse. Uh, number two for me, excuse why you didn't get a gift uh, for your loved one on this Valentine's Day. St. Valentine was said to be clubbed and beheaded for breaking the law. Do we really need to celebrate that? <laughs> So you're relying on your morals, is what you're saying. Uh, moral justification that Valentine's Day should not be celebrated. Right now, mm -hmm. now, he was clubbed and beheaded for trying to spread Christianity. 
Don't <laughs> just, just leave that part out. Leave that part out, okay? And then this this one should work for you, right? We don't need to celebrate that. That's true. We want the, to, we want to be good law-abiding citizens. And can, you could also kick the can down the road towards like a Mother's Day more celebrated holiday that's uh, more morally acceptable yeah, rather definitely. than Valentine's definitely Day. Definitely morally acceptable. Don't no, want to make him a martyr. No religion martyr. involved, right? Um, my number one excuse for why I didn't get you a gift. I guess my love doesn't count as a gift now. <laughs> Mm. Mm. The blame game. That always works. Mm -hmm. I, I love you unconditionally. Isn't that enough? <laughs> um, man, I don't know if that would work in my case. Or, or any of your cases. <laughs> but it could. If you have a really deep love, I think you have to be an expert communicator in order to pull this off. So that includes romantic notes and things like that that are non-monetary value. But Jones, you and I are professional communicators. That's true. I mean, we could get away with this, it but doesn't our, mean our audience that has to be that way We're too. deep love communicators. <laughs> I'd like to classify myself as a romantic. I, I, can, I can do that. I'm definitely not, my wife oh, will tell you. Uh, I, I'm horrible. I am horribly bad at um i know that's romantically communicating yeah. your love language you haven't went through the love languages huh? no i'm i'm very i can be complimentary uh, but the deep love communication is not my strong suit jesse you're lucky <laughs> uh my number one is why you didn't get a, your valentine's a gift is to, you said we weren't getting each other gifts this valentine's day so yes you make you put it on her okay. it was her okay. idea yeah so it wasn't your idea so not no, to do no, it. It, it was her idea she just maybe forgot about that as you she see didn't remember our number one is the blame and the guilt we're Passing. Yeah, passing along. <laughs> Kick the can. It's over there. You know, I, not, even, not I even thought of an addition to that one when I was going through mine is we agreed, you know, we need to spend some more money on the kids. That's true. And yeah. Not can, ourselves. Yeah, you can put it on the kids. Again, your your heart is so big that you're thinking of others and not yourself. That's the reason why you didn't get her that gift that year. And St. Valentine was beheaded. <laughs> So on this Valentine's Day, if you're looking for another nickname for your boo, oh, is that ooh. what you call your wife? I don't. Boo. Bay? No. No. You call her. Boss. Boss, right. I call my hun, hun, something like that. So, but we're looking for old school terms of endearment that we need to bring back. So we're like looking real old school, not just like 80s, 70s old school. We need to bring some stuff back here. Yeah, so you're, you're looking for something that has um, old fashioned -y but still romantic, mm, right? Yeah, I like that description. Yeah. yeah. My number three is Mam Tam. This is from the 14th century English, and no one really knows what it means, but they called it each other affectionately, Mam Tam. So both for women and for men, you can call each other Mam Tam. And it if, rhymes. That's the reason why yeah, I like it. I yeah. like it. And if your wife's name's Tammy, it really works. That's true. <laughs> but I think maybe that's where Mam comes from. Oh, okay. Mam Tam, shorten it to Mam. Yeah. And it's uh, that's more of a cordial, cordiality yeah. is a Mam. Can, um, can you get that for me, Mam Tam? Did you pick up the girls, Mam Tam? <laughs> It just rolls off the tongue. Bam, Tam. <laughs> it makes me kind of want to say, Bam, Balam, ooh, Black Betty, oh, Bam, Balam, Balam, ooh, Bam, Tam. <laughs> it could be a verse in that. Mm -hmm. uh, my number three is Beloved. Okay. It's it's long. It's uh it's drawn out. It's very uh, it's very uh, 1900s-y. Highbrow. You know, it's I would very highbrow. I think I beloved. I think I went highbrow with these. Okay. You know, I I considered myself. You didn't um, slum with mam tams. Royalty. I didn't slum with the mam tams. <laughs> I wrote letters to my beloved, and uh, you know it's it's my equivalent to you know the sun and stars, right? My beloved. Right. It's, it's long. It's drawn out. My mm -hmm. second one um, is more uh, is quicker. Okay. Um, and could be used in different situations like opening doors and helping out, and that's my lady. 
Okay. Come, so, come, my lady. Come, You're come one of your butterfly. Yes, one of our butterfly crazy town uh, references. <laughs> but uh, yes, my lady, can I get a, can I get you another drink, my lady? Mm -hmm. You know, would you like to dance, my lady? This you one know? you could pull out at any time of oh, year. Yeah. That's not to be Valentine's Day. No, guys. If you really want to treat your lady, these are year-round treats, come, my lady. My lady. You are welcome. Don't stop saying "come, my lady." You're ruining my word. <laughs> Sorry, I've turned it into a pickup line. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, my number two uh, kind of sounds funny, but it's Ginchiest. So yes, my Ginchiest. This is my highbrow, highbrow version of any of my top three that I have, and it's meant to use as far as beautiful. This was popularized in the 1950s as one of the crazy things that the 1950s <laughs> culture did, um, but they called each other Ginchiest. So there, there is a T at the end. Ginchiest, yes. It's the eest of the Ginchies. I think this one could come back. Ginchiest. Ginchiest, mm -hmm. yeah. So not Grinchiest, but Ginchiest. Ginchiest. G-I-N-C-H-I-E-S-T. Yeah, I think, I think this would really help a lot of rappers. <laughs> yeah. If they could they could get this in there. I'm Extrapolate sure. the vocabulary. It really could. Ginchiest is, is something that, you know... Could catch on instead of bitch. Yeah. All those people calling their women bitch. It's hey, not going to go very far on yeah, Valentine's Day. You know, you're not going to get too far with that. I mean, even if you say she's my main bitch. Yeah, it's not um, going to work. It's not, it's not, it's not ginchiest of you to do Bad that. bitch, maybe. Call your, your girl bad bitch. They would she's probably, bad bitch. You might yeah, like that. They'd probably prefer that one. Uh, my number one, uh, is no bitch involved, is Mopsy. Uh, so this is a 16th century term referring to a young girl. Now the crazy of the word evolution, because I know you like your history behind the individual I do. words. I do. Etymology is my big thing. Yeah, so over the next hundred years, Mopsy evolved into starting a young girl, but then goes into dowdy, dirty, or untidy woman in about 100 years. But then it came back in the 18th century to mean affectionate of your girl. So again, Mopsy is the word, M-O-P-S-Y. And there's even a witch in Harry Potter that's named Mopsy. Wow. So of course it comes from... Britain. That's got, friends in Britain. That's got some mad history. My number one is dearest. I, I think it was the it's the ultimate form of, of royalty and flattery and when you're, you know, away at war and you have to write to your loved one, it's uh, you know, dearest Jessica. Uh, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't disagree with this we, one because march on. <laughs> the only way I think of dearest is I think mommy dearest. So I always think of See? mom my mom instead of my girl. Well that's so. that's how it's changed. I'm trying to bring it back. <laughs> okay, just like Mopsy had its ups and downs. Dearest could be to the one you love the most. Catch it. And that they are the dearest. Out of they your... are the ginchiest <laughs> yes. ones. Out of your three, which one are you more likely to use, or which one have you used in the past? I think I think beloved could come back. Okay, so it's the most likely. Because I think you would back. really annoy your friends if you said, "I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for my beloved." <laughs> yeah, you're more likely to get made They'd fun like, of. They'd be like, "Oh my god, your yeah. beloved!" And you're like, "It's guys, it's coming back." I watched a podcast. <laughs> 